curious minds. And here's your host, Gary Cacciolio. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Everything Imaginable. I am your host, Gary Cacciolillo. And before we get started, I want to thank everybody for listening and also thank the contributors to my show, who are executive producers Candace Sanderson, author of The Reluctant Messenger, and Ms. Aida, author of Who Do Justice Magic, vinyl production engineer Damian Keller, author of Sounds Good, Sounds Great, Monthly co-host Jared Murphy, author of It's Not Aliens, It's Worse, It's Us. And monthly co-host Kat Baldwin, author of The Forgiveness Workshop. And this episode is being hosted by Ginger Glasser. And you can find her at tarotbyginger.com. And it's a great place to go if you're looking to get more insight on the future and whatever energies are around you to make those major decisions in your life. So I highly recommend her. And that is tarotbyginger.com. And now, without further ado, our guest for today is Shannon Grissom. And she has created the Sock Monkey Oracle. Thank you for coming on today. Hey, thank you for having me on the show, Gary. So I'm not really sure where to start on this interview. This is a topic, oddly, that I have never covered before. <laughs> which is hard to believe, you know, on a show called Everything Imaginable. You know, I mean, I've interviewed necromancers and all kinds of strange guests. Uh, but never anything about sock monkeys. Um, so can you give me a little history on sock monkey and where it came from this tradition and how you've um, come up with the idea of creating an set of oracle cards based on them. Yeah, it's, it's, it seems like an unlikely partner, but, um, but it actually turns out to be a perfect marriage. Sock monkeys were, uh, people have made dolls and, and critters out of socks for many, many years, but during the depression, that's when they really came into vogue. They, uh, the Nelson Knitting Company changed their, they, they had a machine that developed a, a seamless sock and they changed their heel from a traditional color to red. And people saw that and said, Oh, these are smiles. And then they started creating monkeys and elephants and all sorts of critters from these, um, socks. So that's how the sock monkey was born how they came to me as far as a, a an oracle deck i didn't have a sock monkey growing up that's not i didn't even play with dolls but when my mom passed away i found this old sock monkey in her uh, cedar chest trunk and it just cracked me up it just made me smile and so you know i, I brought the trunk home and the sock monkey and didn't think much about it and then Oh, maybe a year later, there was a painting competition and you had to do it as a tribute to someone. I thought, you know what? I'm going to do a tribute to mom. She had this great sense of humor and these things just crack me up. So I, I did. I used the sock monkey in the still life and I painted it. And I don't know if you if you've ever played basketball and you you flick your wrist and you just know it's going in the basket. Mm -hmm. And that's that's. That's how this thing felt. So I painted one 
and you know i'm still grieving mom and, and you know i was only in my mid-30s when she passed and but what happened was this was a way of bringing her closer and helping me heal through the whole process so um i had <laughs> i had a painting teacher that one told that once told me that oh you're the type that thinks if a little bit is good, a lot is better. <laughs> so <laughs> I couldn't really argue with her. Well, I just kept painting sock monkey paintings. And as I was painting them, they always, it was more than just a painting. It was more than just a still life. They always had this state of being in mind. So each one, you know, from the beginning, I thought about, and I've always been into Oracle decks and tarot. And I always, I, I just thought, you know, this would be a great Oracle deck. Well, over 20 years, I've, I painted these paintings and, and the sock monkeys have gone tons of places. I've done a lot with them, but I never did the Oracle deck. And then one day during the pandemic, I had two one woman shows. The first one, as soon as I got it hung, invitations out, everything's set and bang, there was a shutdown. And so nobody could see the work and it was actually literally locked in the gallery. And then things started to open up. I had another one woman show, same thing, locked. Nobody could see the work. So I'm thinking, okay, the universe is trying to tell me something. I need to switch gears. I need to work on other projects. Mm -hmm. What have I been talking about doing, but I never got off my rear end and did it. And then I thought, you know what? It is time to do the sock monkey Oracle. So uh, I, uh, I had the paintings done. And there are 46 cards in the deck. Um, I have over 50 paintings, so that wasn't a problem. Right. And then I uh, did the graphic design. And then it came time to do the text. And I'm thinking, who the heck am I to be an oracle? I, who, you know, who, and I heard in my mind's ear, it's not coming from you, just write. <laughs> so I did. And it took about a month. But, and, you know, there was editing and all that involved, but the bulk of it came out in just a month. And wow. and that's how the whole thing got started. Wow. So so would you say it was channeled to you? Yes. Yeah, the text was channeled. And um, I, I have to back up a little bit. For, for years and years and years, I've done Julia. I don't know if you're familiar with Julia Cameron's morning pages. And she writes on creativity. And one of the exercises that she has folks do is you – you get up every morning and you write three pages longhand. It's like a system dump of whatever's in your head. Yeah. Well, I've been doing that for over 20 years. And what I found when I started doing that from early on, that it became the first few pages or the first maybe paragraph or whatever, uh, kind of sniveling. I don't feel like writing. It's just too early or whatever. But then toward the end of the three pages, I started getting automatic writing. Things just started coming to me. So, so channeling information was not a new thing, um, but, but writing something for anybody other than me was, and yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> so, interesting. Yeah. What, what or who do you think was your channeling when you wrote the text? Well, you know, I, I've asked, I have, I have a number of guides and then I have the text came from a group i said do you have a name do you have no it's just us <laughs> so i don't know i don't know where this came from uh i know that during my everyday channeling some days i get 
things from specific guides. And at other times, it's just this collective consciousness. And I feel like that's where the sock monkey came from. It's a very joyful, happy, silly, irreverent uh, consciousness. Hmm. So, you know, I, I, I've... Um, I have a mass. If you can see above me, I have an entire shelf of Oracle decks and tarot cards. I, I collect them. I've been reading tarot since I was like twelve years old. Wow. Um, you know, and, and every deck is obviously unique, but typically they're usually like 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 an astrology deck is gonna, has an order to it because there's an order to astrology. You know, um, a sacred geometry deck is going to have a certain order because it's sacred geometry. Chakra decks gonna have the same way. Like, like so, all these most of the decks have, you know, some type of order to them. How did you construct an order and organize a deck on sock monkeys? <laughs> well, it it really was. It started with artwork driven because every painting was a state of being. So I did one sock monkey with a big heart and that was all about love. And I did one with a kazoo and that was about vibration and your vibes. And I did one with a, on top of a, uh, he's hanging on to an electric guitar and, and uh, that was about being a rock star and owning your power. So, so there is, the main theme of all of this is love, fun, and I wanted people to have a sense of bottom line guidance. I, I too collect oracle cards. I, and tarot, I, I, uh, I just think they're wonderful and there are uh, all sorts of different guidance from all sorts of different origins. And so as far as structuring them, Really, they were painting driven based on the initial whatever, whatever inspiration I had for that painting. Each one was a state of being. And I think I covered just about everything. And I don't, it was not necessarily on a conscious level, but because I have enjoyed so many Oracle decks, I think I, I, uh, I ran the gamut. Hmm. So do you have any, does your deck tell any type of story? Like when you arrange them, like does it have a beginning and an end? No, uh, each card is self-contained. So you could pull one card. Well, let me back up a little bit. Depending on the spread, it will tell your story. So you can pull one card and just get a single answer right away. But there are several recommended spreads that will help you tell your own story. But it's not like the tarot where it goes through all these different uh, elaborate journeys. These are what I would say quick romps. (laughs) 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 And I think for me, when I was creating this, I have some that I absolutely love, but you got it when you pull a card. So I do it. I do when I read them myself, I do it in two ways. If it's not my Oracle deck, or even if it is, I'll read what the description says, but then I also have an intuitive take on it. And what I wanted for some, and some of the ones, the decks that I absolutely love, 
you got to have a lot of time because the text is like, is really long. And so there's a lot of richness in that. The flip side is I don't always have time to dig that deep. I just want to, you know, I just want a quick answer and be on my way. Mm -hmm. That's what the thrust of this deck is. This is like bottom line. Here you go. <laughs> hmm. do, do you have any favorite cards in the deck that you created? I I do. I like Climb Over. Let me see if I can show you the... Um, so this is Climb mm -hmm. Over. And, and uh, that one, the theme of that card is... So let's give the, the listeners a visual. It's a sock monkey. And sock monkeys have red grins on their front face mm -hmm. and they also smile on their behind. They also have the red rear end. So <laughs> I, I like to think that they're coming, they're smiling whether they're coming or going. And in this case, you see a sock monkey climbing over the wall and that's significant because yes, there's been this big obstacle placed in the sock monkey's way, but He's scaling over it and he's <laughs> smiling as he's doing it. It's like, yep, you're not, you're not going to get me down. I'm doing that. So I, I like that one. I like love. I, it's, it's a sock monkey surrounded by, uh, a huge red heart. And then I've also, I've also got, instead of see no evil, fear no evil, all that, uh, I have see no bad stuff, hear no bad stuff, speak no bad stuff. And that I like that series as well. I don't know. Every card, I don't know. How do you pick a, a favorite from your children? That's <laughs> <laughs> true. true. Um, I'm just going to pause this for a second because I forgot that my dog was outside. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm going to be right back. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm back. See, I okay. left my kid outside. <laughs> Is it hot there? Today? Uh, I don't think it's that bad. I think it's like maybe. That's a good question. I don't know. I have a 74. It's not bad. Oh, that's awesome. Where are you at? I'm in Fresno. I think it's going to be about 102, 104 today, something like that. Mm. That's pretty normal this time of year. Yeah, I was living in Alabama for a while when it was hot. Ooh, and humid. Yeah, very humid. <laughs> yeah. Um,. So were there any any decks that inspired you to create this deck that, that you looked at and said, you know what, I want my deck to be like this deck or that deck? I I didn't really want it to be like – same thing with my – there were two-part question. I was inspired by many decks. I really love just about anything Colette Baron-Reed does. I, I love her work. I – that being said, same thing with my paintings. I don't paint like anybody else, and I don't want my deck to be, you know, a knockoff of somebody else's. So mm -hmm. it's not, so it's not, it's really not like anybody else's. Hmm. Um, when you do a, re like you mentioned spreads earlier, um, like what type of spreads do you do with this deck? Like, can you do like a Celtic cross spread with? You could. This? I don't have that in the. Uh, I don't have that, but you you can do any kind of spread that you want with this deck. So that's that's the cool thing, and I encourage people to uh, experiment. What I've got, <laughs> I've got a couple um, 
decks. So I have uh, the messy sock drawer spread, and that's uh, a seven card spread. And you've got past, present, future, mm-hmm. your your right action, what you need to release, what your hidden influences are, and your superpower that will help you achieve your desired outcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one of my favorites. I do like the, you know, I have a traditional past, present, and future. That's the three wise sock spread. I have the lone sock spread, and that's that's one I use every day. I pull a card and say, okay, what's my message for today? And so, yeah, there, there are spreads that I have encouraged people to use. And then there, I also say, Hey, you, you know, if you're comfortable with something else, go for it, use it, use it and play with it. Use it in any way you want. Mm-hmm. So you have, you have a deck there. Do you yes. have one there? Yeah. Could you do a reading for me right now? Sure. Okay. Do you need to know the question? I'll tell you the question. The question is, what should I do next or should I change the format of this podcast? Okay. So the first thing I'm just telling you what came into me on an intuitive level is no. Let me uh, let me let me see what the the deck is saying. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I got tea time. What tea time is all about, I'll read it to you. It's all about play. So how the cards are structured is there's a main message. Okay. Then there's a symbolic frolic because sock monkeys love to play. And there's always play involved. And then there's the affirmation. So this is what it says. Oof, you've been working your sock monkey tail off. Schedule some much-needed playtime today. Playtime is essential. Your projects will be fine without you. In fact, they will actually flourish if you take some time away from them. You'll have fun and gain perspective all at the same time. What sounds like fun to you? Do you prefer activities like the jungle gym, swinging on swings, or golf? Or how about reading, coloring, arts, crafts, gardening, or cooking? What about a spa day? Ooh, the possibilities are endless. Play helps relieve stress, improves brain function, strengthens your relationships, and is just plain fun. Life works better when you make time to play. The symbolic frolics for this card are playtime, work-life balance, and your affirmation is, I love that I have the perfect balance between work and play. So my, my take on your question is that... You need to take time off and get away from everything so that you can gain perspective on what you're doing. So making a quick decision now might not be your best option. It's like you've been working really hard on this for a long time and it's time to step back and gain some perspective and got to play. That's a tough one. it's, It's almost counter to what I do. It's interesting because, because with this podcast, especially like, I've like most people will do like one podcast a week or two podcasts a week. I did like 
I, I, I released five a week for almost a year and a half. And I was recording it up to 10 a week. Wow. So, wow. You know, so only, only recently in the last couple of months, because I've gotten sick, that I've really slowed down on it. Well, you know, that's interesting. I, I too, do a lot. And for me, stopping is difficult. And really difficult. So a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, okay, I, I need to... I need to gain my own perspective. And so I decided, okay, I'm not going to do any social media. I only do bare minimum to keep the business going for, and, and I'm going to take a week off, which for me, I was twitching. <laughs> I'm not used to doing that. And, uh, I've been, I've been pushing really hard for many years. So to take a week off, not do any social media, not do any projects. That was hard. <laughs> yeah, it, that was hard. But what I found was, and I think it's interesting that you got this card. Um, first of all, the first couple of days, I'm like, I don't even know what to do if I'm not working. And um, and then then once I, by the end of the week, I was like, wow. All of a sudden, I knew exactly where to shift and where what to go, what I needed to let go of, what I needed to focus on. I, I had so much busy going on that I couldn't hear anything. Yeah, and and I meditate every day. I you know I tune in. I I am very conscious of all yes. that, but I still was spinning and doing too much. So uh, it's it's a difficult thing. Even even if a week is is a challenge, maybe try maybe try a silent day, hmm. just one day, <laughs> and. See how that goes. I I feel you. I know how hard it is to do that. Yeah, yeah. Like the only thing that slowed me down was like a health problem. Yeah, uh, and that's the that's the thing. I don't want to get sick in order for me to stop. Yeah, which which can happen. It's like that's and I thought and so I was telling. Okay, I don't need to do that. I can I can slow myself down without having the universe slow me down. Hmm. That's a tough one. You would think that doing something playful or nice or whatever for yourself would be an easy thing to do, but sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's really difficult. We're so programmed to be yes. driven and to succeed and to never, ever give up or stop that to stop and take time to for ourselves or, or just to yeah. play and enjoy the moment or whatever it is. And the funny thing is, though, and I know this from my past experience, that when I do those type of things, I actually end up being more productive later on. Yes. Rather than I am by just driving myself to the ground. Yeah. It's mm. it's not an easy one, but it's totally worth it. And I I I do I have been doing this once a year now, where I'll I'll do a whole a whole week of social media silence. And, and I'm somebody that puts content out there every day and I have found that it, you know, that too helps, helps me regroup and refill and just, you know, get, get clarity. Interesting. Yeah. I think this was a, an interesting card for you. Hmm. 
I'm going to ask you another question then for your deck. I can do that? Go for it. Go for <clears> it. <throat> um, let's see. Should I keep my current job? One of the, one of the questions, uh, rather than yes or no, mm -hmm. should I keep my current job? I like to reframe them as... Okay. What's the most likely outcome that I will have if I keep my current job? Okay. What is the most likely so let's, outcome? Let's go for that. Do you want to know what the, <laughs> do you want to know what my first thing that the guy just yelled at me? Of course. Burnout. <laughs> <laughs> so let me, let me, um, I'm going to shuffle this really good. Okay, I'm just, before I, wow, before I start pulling cards, I'm getting stuff. So let me just try to tune in. That playtime is necessary for all of your answers. That time away is necessary for you to get clarity on everything and you're, It will be hard to discern where to go next unless you take the space. Okay, so what's the most likely outcome? Oh, okay, what are the odds? You got the same <laughs> card again. It's like you're not listening and we are going to... I mean... Come on, there's 46 cards in the deck. You saw me shuffle them. Yep. You saw me mix them. They're telling you to step away from everything. Okay. You need a big break. Okay. So so now I'm going to ask for clarity on this. Okay. Okay. My next my, my question is, <clears throat> um, what type of stepping away is necessary? Is it a long-term you know, like like a, a vacation or something long term, or like something like a, a week long vacation type of situation. Okay. Well, I'm, first thing I'm hearing is even. A week-long vacation is going to be beneficial. You, you got to get away from where you are physically. Hmm. You need to go somewhere. Because if you're wherever you are, you're going to work. That's and it's true. even going to be hard if you get away. Because you know, you've got devices. Okay. Step away from the devices. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. What does he need to shift? What, what what will help him? Ah, you got education. Looks like whatever field you're considering needs a little more education to get there. So either 
this is this could be two things. It's either that you're going to teach or that you need to continue your education. I hope it's teaching because I... um, <laughs> Okay, if are you thinking about starting a new project or are you thinking of moving to a completely new forest? When a sock monkey is ready, the teacher will appear. It may be time to further your education. If so, sign up for a class or find groups in your chosen field. In the initial stages of every journey, we don't even know what we don't even know. All that is needed right now is additional education and you'll be on your way. But maybe you've just completed a course of study. If so, it's time to share what you have learned with the rest of the troop. So the symbolic frolics for this card are additional study, teaching, educational journey. And the affirmation is, I love that I'm an eager student and teacher. Hmm. So have you thought about teaching? Was that an, was that a, a place that you wanted to, I don't, something you wanted to? I don't know. Like, I've never really considered it because I don't know what I would teach, you know. I mean, I don't really have anything to teach. And I've done, I've literally done, like, literally, like, 15 years worth of college education mm -hmm. and never got a degree. You know, just, I don't know why. Just, I'm sort of against degrees for some reason. Um. So I don't know. I mean, I did was supposed to have a guest on a couple weeks ago, but she wasn't able to make it, who was teaching a course on psychic development that I thought would be interesting to take. And I guess the other thing I was thinking about, too, is, you know, I was Reiki cert certified level one, you know, many years ago, but never used it. And I was thinking about maybe trying something like that again. Um, but I would never want to do, like, traditional college again. I'm I'm getting that you're not going to get clarity on any of this till you take time away, and then you are just gonna, in the middle of this break, you will get a flash, and you will know, and then you will be on fire and go in that direction. That's, that's usually. But how, if you don't take the break, it they are not giving it to you. <laughs> so that's how things usually happen. That's how my podcast started too, because of a, just a flash of insight. And one thing that occurred to me is that you think about, you know, not everybody knows how to do a po podcast. You can teach that. You can do an online school on how to do podcast. I mean, they're, you know, and if you have, you, you've studied Oracle decks, that might be an avenue too, as far as teaching. But I, I'm getting that it's, you know, I'm not necessarily saying that that's it. I'm getting that you are going to, if you take this break, you will get this idea downloaded and you'll be on fire and that'll be it you'll just start going you'll know because right now it's like well maybe i should maybe i should try that or maybe i should try that but but is any of that hitting your heart where like woohoo let's go do it because when you hit the woohoo let's go do it everything falls into place yeah and i have it <laughs> You're so right. just that space, that space will do that for you. Well, you know what? I love vacations, so. Yay. <laughs> I'll have to go somewhere. I was thinking about going to Niagara Falls. Hmm. Think about uh, the that huge rush of water and how that would clear clear your chakras, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> really? Maybe we should. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should take that vacation. 
Interesting. I'm not sure going to take action on it after this episode. Good. Well, actually, after Good. this episode, I have another episode. But then after that, I will <laughs> take a break. You know, look, start yeah. looking at this vacation idea because, um, yeah, it, may, it just makes a lot of sense because I've been just plowing through, and I had this health problem which slowed me down. And now I'm thinking like maybe I this whole health issue that I'm having is also trying to get me to. Stop and take that Stop. rest yeah. I need. Hmm. Fascinating. <laughs> so, yeah. so obviously you work as an intuitive too <laughs> when you when you're doing this. Yeah. Like, 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 is this a gift that you've had, or is this something that you've you've learned how to do yourself? Um, it's both. I've I've had this gift and didn't own it till. Till I wrote the sock monkey oracle. I really mm-hmm. didn't. I didn't come out of the closet about all that. And then I, uh, in the middle of writing it, I took a uh, mediumship class online uh, from Suzanne Giesman. Hmm. And that was in December. And now I, I tune in. That's the one I was thinking about taking. Oh, she's good. Let, let and me, do, let me look don't do up. a recorded one. Do a live one. Um, How do I, I mean, the recorded the recorded ones are good, but what I like about the live ones is they have breakout groups, so you get to practice with other people in the room. How do I spell Giesman? I think it's G. It's either G I E S. Let me look it up. I'll will send you a link. Um, so I would take I would take the live class only because. Okay, and she's got them through the Shift Network and and other places, but the live ones have the breakout groups, and I I made some great relationships with other people that I took the class with, and we'd practice on each other, and now I practice, uh, I you know, I tune in every day, and then I also have been doing some practice with my I have a twin sister, and we we mm-hmm. practice remote viewing every weekend. So. I've, I've, I've taken a course in remote viewing. Yeah, I've done that. It's pretty cool. I did it with. It uh, is cool, huh? Yeah. I did it with. Uh, damn, what did I do? First name, last name is Morehouse. He wrote a book called Psychic Warrior. He actually worked with the CIA doing remote viewing. Wow. He wrote the manual for it. I'll check yeah. it out. Yeah, it was great. Interesting. So see. I would, I would strongly encourage that class, and and it was interesting because. This, this came up in December and I thought, you know, I don't know if I want to be spending the money right now around Christmas time. And I just got this strong sense that that was what I needed to do. And, um, it was worth every penny. It was a great, mm. she's a good, really good teacher. I think what I like about her, one of the things I like about her is that she, she came from a, a skeptical background. Mm-hmm. So her whole mode is evidence based mediumship so it's not just like oh yeah your loved ones in heaven love you she comes up with with serious bits of evidence that will help you on your way and shows you how to tune in to evidence so that when you're reading with people you get that so i don't do this or i haven't done this um professionally the 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 reading part that Mm -hmm. is something that i just do on my own uh not to say that I might not do that in the future, but right now I'm, I still, I kind of feel like, I don't know, you're probably not old enough, but there was this show a long time ago called The Flying Nun, and she used to, oh, <laughs> used to always, 
yeah, so she used to run into walls and she just kind of, she flew, but she was a little wobbly. That's how I feel about my tuning in yet. You know, I mean, I, I'm a strong channel, uh, written channel for the Sock Monkey Oracle as far as giving personal readings. Uh, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't done enough of that yet to, to, you know, to say that that would be a, a profession. Hmm. Interesting. You know, one of the funny things, too, with me, with, with reading the tarot, I always just looked at it as what I'm looking at is um, synchronicities, basically, like patterns, yes. probabilities, stuff like that. I didn't think of it as an intuitive skill. Um, after doing this podcast and talking with, you know, I don't know how many psychics and mediums I, I've talked to, but a lot, over, at least over 100, I, I've started, you know, reading books on psychic development that some of my guests have written and stuff like that and started incorporating that into my tarot readings. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it's a great tool. And, like, so, so, you know, one of the things I also want to try to do now is maybe learn, see, learn how to do readings without using the cards. Yes. You take, if you take, uh, uh, I think if you, if you take the Suzanne... Geisman class, mm -hmm. you'll be able to start tuning into your guides and just get information there. And and for me, I get a lot of clear audience guidance. I am visual, but my guides. What I've been doing is I, you know, I sit down and and ask them a question, and and it's all. I just get this. Some people get visual blips, and I get mm -hmm. a steady stream of words, and they just they just talk to me. And so you'll find what, what works for you and what doesn't. But I, I'm finding that now I do both. I, I tune into my guides and get information that way. But I still love the Oracle cards and mm -hmm. I still love the tarot. It's, you know, it's, it's, they're all great tools. Yeah, they are. With, you're lucky though, like with audio, because then if these, if you, if you hear words or whatever, the meaning is very simple to interpret. Yeah. Like with me, I'll, I'll get I'll get like a visual, like a flash of an image. Sometimes like so, something just completely, I can't figure out what the image means, you know? So there's that extra part of like, well, now I got to figure out what this image means, you know? Like why am I seeing a right. guy in, wearing blue, you know? It, it, what does this mean? It, how, how does this apply to it? It doesn't seem associated with anything with the, whatever, I'm trying, my question, you know? I'm just getting this weird image that it seems to be random. One of the things that Suzanne trains is, is you make yourself a list of, cause you will get repeated symbols. And I, I get that as well. So you'll get repeated symbols. So you, you almost make, well, you're not almost, you make yourself a, a, a symbol dictionary. Mm -hmm. So when I see this, it means this. So once you figure it out, I see this, it means this. I see this, it means this, that kind of thing. And uh, so, yeah, I would, I would strongly, I think you would really, maybe that's why we're talking today. <laughs> so that you would take her class. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so, so what do you think? Like, what do you, you know, what, what's the idea of, of, being intuitive and having psychics, you know, things happen. And that always brings up like all these other questions like, you know, what is consciousness? What are we? Why are we able to do this? You know, 
Like, why do we have this ability? Um, like, what do you think? Do you, do you think that everybody has psychic ability? And, and what is the purpose? Is it something that we shut off because we no longer needed it for survival? And now it's, we, we need it again? Like, what's going on, do you think, with that? I think we all have it, and it's a matter of, of tuning into it. It's just like a radio frequency. So mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> making the decision to tune into it is the first step. Uh, I think sometimes it freaks people out when things happen. So they're like, no, 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 I don't want to know. I don't want to go. And, and I have to tell you, there's certain things I don't ask that I don't want to know. And so I, I won't go certain places. Uh, but I really, I feel like we all have it. For me, my whole life has been intuitive. So I never really questioned it. It's like the, the painting is intuitive. Music I create, it all has come from that intuitive place. And it's just a natural part of, of who I am, what I do. And then I, I realized or I found out that not everybody was like that. And, um, <laughs> thought I was way out there and and I am maybe way out there but that's that's just where I live and but I wouldn't have it any other way because it is it is such a rich life and so I when I you know even when I'm making a business decision I do the logical due diligence but then I also check in with my guides and I also do readings so I hit them on every level and so I think if you're not tuning into this natural ability that that you're missing a tool that you could that would be really helpful and a lot of fun i mean just interesting things happen and when you pay attention to synchronicities it's just mind-blowing just just mind-blowing yeah and you know i was doing the remote Mm -hmm. viewing with my sister the other day and so i you know i'm tuning into whatever she has and then this name just popped up that i've never a name that's not i don't know right just some weird random name and then she told me yesterday uh, she told me that she had the day before had been thinking about this person with this name that is not a common name and that you know so that i totally tuned into that so i thought that was great evidence that yes i am connecting so sometimes these things mm-hmm. happen and and even my husband who is very practical down to earth um he doesn't not believe but he's uh He's going to take a logical approach first before he thinks it's a psychic phenomenon. Mm-hmm. One day, I, I, and I have things in waking life and I have things in dream. And I dreamed that a sister was going to die if she didn't get off certain medication. I didn't know if she was on any medication or not. I just had this dream. So, I, and it's early in the morning. She never gets up that early. I said, you know what? I got to call her. This is just nagging at me. I got to call her. So... I called her and she said, you know what, Shannon, I can't talk to you right now. I'm having an allergic reaction to some medicine I was taking and I'm on my way to the doctor. You know, I mean, it was so, you know, I wow. said, okay. I said, how do you explain that? You can't. <laughs> he goes, and he said, okay, that was pretty good. <laughs> you know, so over the years, he's, he's come to realize that, and you know what? He's just naturally intuitive. He just doesn't, uh, doesn't always uh say that's what it is but when i think about how he lives his life he really is but he's very practical so actually he's a good grounding person for me go ahead do, do you think that people like you and me need a partner that kind of keeps us grounded oh yeah 
Oh yeah. I too. <laughs> yeah. I have to work at being grounded. I live in my head too much. I, I run into walls cause I'm not paying attention where I'm going. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm off either creating or doing mm-hmm. something in my head. And then I get jarring reminders of the, of the present world, you know, that the physical world that we live in. So he's, he's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Good I, ba- we're I a good balance for each other. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I find out, you know, like I need a partner who's, able to exist in what they call the real world. Cause like they do, like, yeah. I, you know, I do tour and stuff, music, you know, yes. all this kind of thing. I'm just a creative type of person. Um, I had another question. I forgot what it was. Oh, with like psychic abilities and, and Oracle cards and things. Like one of the things that I think that it brings into question is sometimes when you read cards for people to go, it's fate. And then you come up with the old question of fate versus free will. Do you think people that, that, that our lives are pre-planned and we are fated towards a particular destiny? Or do you think that we have free will? I believe we have free will. I believe we can, we can change what's happening. And if I, if, when I start changing how I, when I shift my own perception about what's going on, I shift my reality. And so anytime I'm stuck and I'm not where I think I need to be, I'm like, okay, I need to look at things differently. I need to feel things differently. I need to visualize things differently. And I've noticed time and time again, I'm able to shift. Even when I have huge resistance, I'm I'm able to shift in that direction. So I believe free will is is there. So my vacation is going to be based on free will, not fate no i well um it's your reality so you're deciding that Hmm. what do you think i think there's a combination of both at play i I think that some three some things i you know i believe are predestined you know uh, certain meetings meetings of people um so, so I think some of it is is pre-planned, but also I think it's up to me on how I deal with those things. Mm-hmm. So I, I have the free will on how I deal with this situation, but maybe I didn't have free will whether I was going to have that situation or not. Okay, but yeah, but, but not everything, that. you know. I I, yeah. I feel like it's a balance between the two. Yeah. There is. And then I also believe in probability, too. You know, because, you know, if somebody asks me if something, if, if I believe something is real, I want to say the probability of everything that I could possibly think of has to be real in some type of way, in some other reality, some other universe, some other plane of existence. Everything that is possible has to exist, you know. And by directing our attention, we narrow down the probabilities that we're heading towards. <laughs> okay. So that is, <laughs> so what's the, so we're going to back up to your reading again. What's the probability that you would pull that card twice and then it was telling you to slow down and take a vacation, right? Well, I, I mean, I okay, have so I that's one, one out of 46, 40, right? 46 cards, right? 
So, um, hello. <laughs> so, so that's the probability. That's what my intention should be set. Yeah. Is, is yes. doing is is getting that vacation, and that will get me where I need to be. Yes. And, and that's one of the things too. I mean, with oracle cards, we are definitely dealing with probability, and the probability mm-hmm. of pulling the same card twice is rare. And I've also yeah. noticed from reading cards too, like people like you, you do a reading for somebody. And like, I don't know about this. So they'll ask, they'll ask the same question again and ask you to do it again. And most of the time, you're going to pull, like if I'm doing a 10-card spread, and I still pull three of the same cards from the previous right. read, it's like there it is, you know? And, and yeah. then other cards with similar meanings, just in different places. You can still get the same message. So it's really interesting. It's an interesting yeah. Thing that 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 whenever I've run into that where people would not accept the results of a reading and have, have me do it again, I can't think of a time where the second reading did not reinforce the first reading. Yes. Well, one of the things I like to do is uh, is since I do have several decks, is I have one question and I'll pull one card from each deck, mm-hmm. and they're going to all have the same theme. You know, it's not necessarily going to be the same card, but it's all going to be along that same message. So, yeah, yeah, it's interesting how that works. And and you think that's a result of us directing our set of probabilities? Hmm. So I would say in that case, my intention was to get an answer. And I feel like the universe conspires to help us achieve what whatever our intentions are. And so my intention was to get an answer. So they're all going to guide you in a similar way and point you in that direction. I mean, there are times when, when things are scattered and nothing makes sense, but I think it might not necessarily be the guidance that you're getting. It's how I'm interpreting it because I'm scattered. I'm not grounded or, or whatever. I haven't cleared my chakras or, does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. I mean, it's, it's basically what I'm saying. It's pretty much same thing. Absolutely, yeah. I I completely agree with that. Um, did creating this deck like like how did it did it, did it have any did it change your life or your perspective at all? Yes, it, well, it definitely changed my life because prior to this, I would. Only my close friends knew that I was psychic. Only my, uh, I, I didn't even, only certain family members. I was afraid of basically coming out of the closet about my gifts. And so it liberated me because I'm just myself. So this is allowing me to, to really bloom because I'm not, I'm, I'm not concerned about how I'm viewed. This is a, a creative gift that was given to me and I'm sharing, sharing it with people. So, so yeah, it changed my life in that way. I'm, uh, I think I'm honoring myself more. And the funny thing about this deck is here I create it and it calls my own stuff. I cannot tell you. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's funny. So yeah, it's, I'm sorry. Was there, were there two parts to that question or? Uh, you you answered it. 
Okay. Know, it, it definitely gave an answer. It definitely changed it. What, what was it? Like, why were you in the closet about your psychic abilities? Like, why weren't you just out I, with I them? I didn't want to be. From the beginning? Well, were I you came from judgment. A, yeah, ju- judgment. Uh, I came from uh, a Catholic background where not everybody appreciated. Well, you had part parts that did. Mm-hmm. And and some that did and some that didn't. So anyway, I had people that didn't necessarily appreciate what I was doing. And I'm, and as much as I'm public about certain things, I've always been private about my spiritual life, my psychic side and all that. So it was like, okay, I, I had to be able to talk about it, to be able to share it. So, th- so there were all those things. But I, I think the big, the judgment was a was a big thing and i didn't want to be labeled a wackadoo and you know what i i i found that the people that were my friends before are you know it's not it it was me putting my own judgment out there not the people (laughs) it was it was was all me so i i didn't lose any friends and and family members already knew that i was (laughs) out there Mm -hmm. so it was funny because here i'm afraid of this judgment and the only real judge judging going on was with myself interesting yeah what was that like 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 what what was the conversation inside your head sometimes when you were having these things like where where you're, you're you're basically putting yourself in a corner right I, you know, I, I think anytime I haven't achieved something, it's because I've set up uh, my own limitations. It's not anything that anybody else did. And so, as uh, you know, the conversations that come up at the time uh, basically go back to maybe not feeling good enough, wasn't whatever enough to do this. And by doing this deck, I felt like, you know what? I'm, I'm totally honoring my whole self, my whole person. And it didn't matter whether I thought I was good enough or anybody else thought I was good enough. This, this birth need to happen. And so that, that overrid everything. And then that changed my life in a positive way going forward in that now that I've done that, I, I have a conscious idea that anything I haven't achieved is because I'm limiting myself. Nobody's, and I think that's why that climb over card really resonates with me. Anything that I haven't achieved is really that I want to achieve. It's up to me to keep pursuing it, to keep going in that direction that I am my only barrier to getting there. Nobody else. Yeah, that makes sense too. And I think I have the same perspective as well. And I think that's also one of the things that causes me to have this sort of workaholic, obsessive type of thing, you know, which is why it's telling me to go on vacation and step away from it to open up other channels. But I'm exactly the same way. Um, You know, not even with this podcast. Like I've always been, I mean, I was worried about, you know, what people would think of me. Like, why is this guy talking about, you know, psychic phenomena, paranormal phenomena, aliens, Bigfoot, you know, um, you know, like, like conspiracy theories, like, like, you know, the, 
the associate you with me, I was always, you know, they didn't want to be associated with, like, being the crazy guy with the tinfoil hat because I'm just saying, well, there's a possibility here. You know, I'm not saying, like, everything that, that's on my podcast is true, but there's obviously possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it, just to be open to possibilities. And the more open I am, the richer life is. Yeah. So do you have any plans of coming out with any other Oracle decks? Yeah, I'm doing, uh, I've been lately, I've been, well, I think there's more going on with the monkey. So I started a series of those. There's something else happening there. And I'm not sure that that's going to be a deck. It might be a book, but I've also started a, a series. I show up to the canvas and, and, and I have to back up before I did all this, all, a lot of my paintings were from a reference photo, from a model, from whatever. And mm-hmm. so I would just, now I show up to the canvas and I say, okay, who wants to come out today? And these faces have been coming out. So it's just a, it's just this face and they each have a same thing like the monkeys. They each have a state of being. So I'm about 26 paintings into this and I want to do around 50 of those as well. And they all have a message. They all have a state of being. So right now the paintings are emerging and when it comes time to write that, I think I'm going to do all the artwork first. And Mm -hmm. then when it comes time to write, because it comes from different places. The, the the painting muse is different than the writing muse. So I'll get the paintings done and then I'll just sit with the painting and say, okay, what do you want to tell me? And then I'll start writing. So that's that's what I'm in the process of now. Hmm. So what, do you, what are some of the differences between what you're working on now with the sock monkey one that you have out now? The sock monkeys are more, the artwork is more controlled. The guides and i always always set up a still life and did a lot elaborate preparation for each painting so that was a a very structured way of approaching the art where these and i don't know whether they're some are female some are male some of them are androgynous i don't know they just keep coming out but basically, I just start, and, and so I, you know, I on the sock monkeys, I sketch everything out. I just, you know, it's very controlled. With these guys, the guides, I just step up to the canvas and say, "Okay, who's here?" And I just start painting. So that's there. There are a lot. There are a lot more. I, I I can't say that it's a different way of tuning in. So they're a lot wilder than the monkeys. They're in some cases they're a lot raw either. It, it's interesting. It's like I channel a different type of, of art when I'm doing the monkeys that are more controlled, it's very contemplative and quiet and peaceful. And the, the faces are a little wilder. It's like the wild side. Hmm. I guess it would be the difference between Oh, okay. The monkeys are more like, you know, like cartoon music, big band stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and the faces are rock and roll. Hmm. So would you say that the, the dude's deck is going to be more, um, abstract and maybe 
um, the interpreters will be more intuitive? Well, it'll be, it will, I don't know that it'll be more intuitive because it depends on who, when people are looking at the deck, it depends on how you tune in. So if you're, so it's going to, like the monkeys will, will appeal to people that look for recognizable symbols right. and, and recognizable scenes. The, the female guides will, will appeal to, and, and some of them will appeal to both different types of people, but the, the female guides, if you look at them up close, I'm using a palette knife and they're just spots of color. And so when you look up close, you really, can't really necessarily tell what it is then you get back from it and you can tell that it's a face um so so they'll tune into people who are just uh, honing in on a color and and getting information that way so yeah they're it depends on the audience hmm so the 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 book writing part of this or the guide writing book for that is going to be really interesting that will be. And, and the, and I've actually, because I tune in, I just recently heard a couple of days ago from my guides and, and I was kicking myself from not being further along with this whole guide project. And they're like, you're right on schedule. We have been giving you messages every day since December and you're going to be using that to coordinate with these paintings. So, um, it's, it's like, it's almost, by the time I get the paintings done, I will have enough from my regular morning tuning in sessions that it, it's going to combine and merge and it'll all be there. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's, a, it, it's interesting. It's <laughs> so do you work as a psychic also professionally? No, no, I haven't. No, just uh, I, yeah, I haven't. I'm not sure if I, I'm not sure if I would go in that direction or not. What I what I'm finding is I have a ton of interests from music to art to writing <laughs> and I I'm learning to focus and to fine tune. So mm. uh what what I'm finding with the oracle cards and and this whole way what I'm creating now is it's a great way to marry everything. Somehow I'll find a way to bring the music in, but it's a great way to m marry all the things that I'm doing. I think I might be, if I were to go off and do intuitive readings and that sort of thing uh, on a full-time basis, I think that would dilute some of the other things that I'm doing. I need, I need to just kind of keep it because, you know, I could just go way out there. <laughs> and then when you're doing too many things, Nothing is focus is definitely something that uh, is a learned skill that I'm working on. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just tough for me to focus too. Yeah. Definitely. You know, it's funny. Like while we were, we've been talking about this, like you know, I mean, like when I first looked at your deck, I was like, wow, this is like really random. You know, and I'm thinking like, what decks have not been created yet? You know. That, that I could actually create. And I'm thinking, there needs to be a heavy metal deck. <laughs> Go for it. There needs to be a heavy metal punk rock deck oracle, you know? And, and it's funny because yesterday I, I, I had a, a, an appointment for like, like 
gastrologist or whatever they called. And, um, and I was wearing an Iron Maiden t-shirt. And he was really rude to me because he goes, because he says, you're going to need an endoscopy. And I'm like, man, I don't want anything shoved down my throat. And he's like, well, you're a heavy metal guy. You should love having stuff stuffed up your nose. <laughs> and, wow. And, and, and like, like, like that's his interpretation of, of what right. I had on my shirt. You know, he was looking at my shirt and he was processing his own maybe intuitive information from that. Right. You know, now I'm thinking maybe that could be something possible. It's interesting. Like, I, as far as I know, there's no heavy metal deck out there. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. I mean, if it's calling, you go for it. You'll get clarity when you're on your vacation. Yeah, right? <laughs> and that would be a way to incorporate intuitiveness yes. and, and music and, and tarot and all yeah. this stuff together. Well, if you – and one of the things I'd like to do is is turn my Sock Monkey Oracle into an app, and I'm going to talk to the publisher about that. One of the, But I was thinking way for you to incorporate your music and everything – would be to do an app hmm. because then you could have the audio part with it. Yeah. I'm a terrible musician though. Well, that's why, you know, you have a team to help you produce your podcast, right? No, I do it all myself. Yeah. But you, but you had, you listed all these credits of people who helped. Oh, they, they contribute as, as guests okay. or, or regularly. But. So, so, work on your strong suits and get help with things you need help with. Hmm. So there might be somebody that, that you might meet that would be great music or even, or even if you found an app developer, they probably know somebody. Maybe. So, I mean, it's a possibility, it is. but what will happen is once you do get time away, this is what happens to me. When I finally get away, give myself enough space to, to really receive because I'm pushing, 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 pushing out. So if I'm pushing, nothing can come in. Once I take that space and something comes in, then I get this bright idea and, and the woohoo kicks in and I'm just going for it. I don't think about all the reasons it's not going to work. I'm just fired up. going to get too. her done. <laughs> So, so once, once you hit, you'll know when you hit on the right decision, because you, you don't care how it's going to happen. You are just in love, going to go do it, mm -hmm. get her done. Yeah. Uh, you and I are very similar like that. You know, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm very scattered and flighty about some things, but when I say I'm going to do something, that's it. Yeah. Like, like my focus just goes into this really narrow and I, I do it no matter yeah. what. <laughs> yeah. I I, uh, I have a I, I think I have a whole brain because I, I definitely have the structure uh, like I, you know I built my own website I do you know mm -hmm. I, I, I def definitely have the capability for all of that but the way that I make things happen is that I limit stimulus I you know I turn my email off or I, you know, I need, I, I recognize that I have difficulty focusing. And so, so I turn off outside things so I that I can too. get things done. Me too. You know, you just, I, I do whatever it takes, you know, and hmm. somehow it gets done. <laughs> <laughs>
So I want to thank you for taking the time to be on today. It was a pleasure having you. And thank you for giving me the guidance that I need to, you know, now I know what to do, um, which is really cool. I wasn't expecting that from this episode. <laughs> I didn't really know what to expect. <laughs> um, but before we wrap it up, like, where is the best place for my listeners to find you, contact you, and to get your deck? Oh, I would go to sockmonkeyoracle.com and that'll that'll give you lots of options to find the desk deck and to contact me. And I wanted to thank you for having me on your show. I enjoyed chatting with you. Oh, it's my pleasure. And uh, I'll put a link to uh, the website in the notes of my Yay. episodes so my listeners can find you and purchase your oracle cards. And uh, when you come out with your new deck, you definitely have to come back on. I will. Or even Thanks. if you I... just even if you just want to come back on for the hell of it too, you're welcome. To well, great. I will do that. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what happens after your vacation. Yeah, I'm kind of curious now. Yeah. About that. It's, it's That's good. That'll make you take it faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it, and it's funny, like like me and my girlfriend and this is, was comes up like almost every day. Like, well, should we go on vacation? I don't know, you know, like because because her family is planning this Disney trip. Maybe we'll just wait for that. And I'm like, but she then she's like, oh, I really want to go on vacation. <laughs> well, now I know, like, yeah. we we need to just do that. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, fantastic. Well, thank you for being on. And, thank you. Uh, I'll put those links in. And it was great talking with you. And just hang on for a moment, and I'm just going to play the outro. Thanks, Gary. Thank you for listening to Everything Imaginable. You can reach Gary at everythingimaginable2020.com or message him at everythingimaginable2020 at gmail.com. He's also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can buy t-shirts, coffee mugs, and other merchandise to support the cost of producing this podcast. Click on the merchandise link at the top of this page, www.everythingimaginable2020.com. You can also buy the book Enlightenment Guaranteed. It's the only book on Zen that you'll ever need. You can find it on Amazon, and it will change your life. Because remember, everything that it says was first imagined. If you loved what you listened to today, don't forget to rate, 